0: Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at I am Sativa at gmail.com. You guys are having a good day and a good um, Labor Day weekend. Um, so I wanted to look at this story and I wanted to talk about it. Um, as you know, New Hampshire's medical marijuana program is not all that it can be. They only have like, I believe some like four dispensaries and, um, you could only designate one of those said dispensaries as the one you can go to on a regular basis. So you, so if, for example, if, if one dispensary was doing a sale or whatever, or they had a, a strain you really wanted and you didn't designate them as your dispensary, you're SOL because um, you have to designate a particular one of the four as the main one you go to. And um, to add insult to injury, you have to have an existing doctor patient relationship. So like you have to, like when we spelled out how to get a card, um, you have, there's only really a few doctors you can go to and it's, a bit more, it's a bit more of a process and it's a bit more prolonged as opposed to getting cards in, in many other States. And, um, you, to add insult to injury, you cannot home grow. So I'm going to talk a little bit about their program. This article looks pretty good about outlining, you know, where, where they are in, and, and, and where the problem, the program fails its patients. So let's, let's read the article. So it's from the New Hampshire union leader. Medical prod program gets failing grade. Will it build up momentum for homegrown? Former state rep Ted Wright and his wife Cindy recently moved to Maine to afford access to marijuana. That's a good choice. Maine as, as we've as we've talked about, um has craft cannabis and you can get you can get ounces regularly for under two hundred dollars and you can get you can get some you can get cannabis craft cannabis from local growers and not big marijuana for a heck of a price and um you know the product holds its own and i have personal experience to anything you can get on the west coast or colorado so let's continue Cindy recently moved to Maine to afford access to marijuana to treat her ongoing breast cancer I've got gray hair now. Wright quipped about his his favorite photo of the two couple. Wright said he's not surprised a new performance audit found that New Hampshire's therapeutic cannabis program was poorly staffed, too bureaucratic, so much for live free or die, eh? Excuse me. And failed to meet state law mandates for issuing cards. Conquered. Six years after medical marijuana became legal in New Hampshire, nearly 100% of the patients failed to receive cards to get the drug within a mandated time frame according to a legislative performance audit. State law r- requires the state approve or deny applications to therapeutic cannabis program within 15 days of getting them, and it must, continue identi- it must issue identification cards within five days of any approval. The time it took to issue a card of an approved application has gotten better from 25.2 days in 2016 to 13.8 days in 2018, according to the audit. But even that most recent best performance was nearly three times longer than the five-day mandate. Delays in receiving medical marijuana cards, a performance audit of the state therapeutic cannabis program found nearly all patients failed to get cards to receive the drug within a five-day time frame that the 2013 law mandates. The audit found that the program has lacking staffing and operations support since its inception. Almost, It's almost as if they wanted it to not succeed and the, and, and the lawmakers and the governors and, and, and the people that put it together have contempt for the plant and through passive-aggressive sabotage, underfunded it, under-resourced it, and made it unworkable for patients and expensive for patients. It's almost its almost as if they did this on purpose. It's almost as if this was by design. Timing. 2016. From application received to card issued days. Percent over 20-day mandate. 31.4% in 2016. From approval to card issued days. Percent over five-day mandate. 25.2%. 100%. 2017. 29.3%. 83%. 245 100%. Thir- and then 2018. 185 And then 37.6%. And then 138 We found that TCP approved initial applications in all cases within the 15-day standard. However, 98.4% of the cards were not issued within the 5-day standard, auditors wrote. Former Lakes Region Republican State Rep. Ted Wright said he's not surprised about the results of the first performance audit of the state's therapeutic Canvas program that found many fronts a failing grade. The former Moulton Borough resident, viewed by many as the political godfather of the medical marijuana law, has brought many hard-hearted lawmakers to tears talking about his wife Cindy, who battled stage 4 breast cancer since 1993. A decade ago, the couple found and got access to experimental drug, Cadcella, that would kill the cancer cells in her body. Trouble was, the drug also killed her appetite as soon as Cindy developed chemotherapy-induced anorexia. She lost 32 pounds, and the cancer was gone, but she was wasting away, and I worried that it was a matter of time before I'd lose her. Then, one day, someone in a medical office setting pulled me aside and said, "Somebody just got, Someone just had a joint in our restroom this morning. You might want to try that, Wright recalled. I took that to heart, got some within an hour, and we were home, and she was eating the biggest meal she had had in more than a year. Inconsistent operations. The audit plainly states that there has been insufficient follow-through since the law passed. Quote, although the program was authorized by the legislature, it did not initially provide a budget during the development phase, which contributed to the program's inconsistent operations and effective client service, inadequate adequate database, and immature management control environment over card issuance, the audit said. there are There were 6,480 patients in the program last year being treated for 7,380 medical eligible conditions. While ailments like cancer, Parkinson's disease, and multiple sclerosis got the most attention when it comes to using marijuana, the most common qualifier in New Hampshire is moderate to severe chronic pain. The audit found that the state's database was so flawed and the data was so inconsistently entered that it was impossible to verify and called, a, and called for a system replacement. A common theme running through the nine observations that follow was that adequate staffing had been problematic since the program's inception, the audit stated. Public Health Director Lisa Morris said her agency has taken these serious findings to heart, and she will move to fill, the, fill and dedicate three more staff. The department is committed to improving operations, improving customer service, and improving timeliness of card issuance over the next year. It will implement the needed changes, Morris said, but the agency conceded that it won't become fully efficient overnight. Considering the depth, breadth, and complexity of the challenges called for, it is expected that the department will need 12 months to fully implement policies to come into compliance. The, Depart- the Division of Public Health Services said in response to the audit lacked support early on. Matt Simon, New England political director of Marijuana Policy Project, said he has heard it before and charged these systematic failures initially were by design. Told ya. Couldn't, like, like I just theorized, it's, it's passive-aggressive a lot of a lot of these reflect what happened after the law passed. The police chiefs got upset that it was signed and screamed that it was an experimental program with stories of such as diversion of the drug and that teens would get their hands on it uh, again hasn't materialized in all, in all these medical states. Oklahoma they have so many cards that I'm not hearing any stories of these so it's just these cops that want to culture war posture and that don't that believe what Henry Aslicker said that oh, it, it brings it it brings upon the wrong crowd. It makes it makes white people minorities mingle, and it makes minorities think that they're better than than they actually are, according to the race the racist posturing and the culture war posturing that these politicians and these cops are 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 putting forth. That's that's all it is. It's simple. It's simple reefer madness. The police chiefs got all upset. it was signed and screamed that it was an experimental program with stories such as diversion of the drug and that teens would get their hands on it. All these things didn't come to pass, and in the meantime, they let the program sit out there with no support, Simon said. Quote, as a result, the legislature never put bit the bullet to really spend to get the cards out in a timely basis. My preference was to take Vermont's law, cross out Vermont, and put New Hampshire in. But nobody was going to do that. She, Hassan, wanted some control over it, Wright said. My fears came through that it was going to become not only bureaucratic, but also, but also so expensive that it was unaffordable, and the street levels were going to be much lower than what you were paying. Six years later, advocates were back, getting the New Hampshire house for the eighth time to approve a home grow option for these patients. The Senate followed suit and passed the bill HP three six four, but on August second, Governor Christi Nunu vetoed it, citing back market worries. Ugh. Good God. Quote New Hampshire has reasonable regul <laughs> reasonable regulations, okay. Set up to ensure that Our bureaucratic cannabis program responsibly treats those in need, while limiting the diversion of marijuana to the black market and ensuring that the products meet public health standards. Again, can't fix stupid. Sununa wrote in his veto message. The bill would bypass those public health and safety guardrails that make the program of law enforcement significantly more difficult. Hampton Democratic Rep. Rem Cushing, shout out to him, he's awesome, he follows me on Twitter. One of the sponsors has said it is an injustice to make a felon out of someone trying to grow their own medicine. Exactly. Preach. This isn't, this isn't a partisan issue. The Senate would override Sununu's veto if all Democrats were in favor of it. But as we as we talked about in our name and shame episode earlier this year... A number, a number of senators, I forgot the number, and I'll, I'll, link, I'll link the Name and Shame episode so my New Hampshire fans can once again blow up these reps' for, phone if they live in that particular area and let them know that they better sign on to it in the next legislative session or they're going to be shown the flipping door. You know, we need to get rid of these bureaucrats that are treating our medicine like some sort of criminal endeavor. It's a plant for crying out loud you know, if if these if, if if these lawmakers aren't gonna let you live free or die, they need to be shown the door. They're not gonna let you home grow. They're not gonna let you have more than four dispensaries. And heck, if they're not gonna let you have adult use, the whole the whole apple cart needs to be able to turn. The governor needs to go. The the recalcitrant senators need to go. Um, I mean, this I mean, this thing already passes in the House on on, on multiple bases, a, an, a legalization bill passed in the past couple of years through the House, not an issue. And it passed this year. But um, but the se- state senators not wanting it were what sink it. And, and Governor Sununu helped sink it, too. So you're going to need to get rid. You're going to need to flip House. You know, you're going to need to flip your Senate and your governorship. And heck, it would even be great to flip some of the holdouts in the house, too. It's best to get all all these anti cannabis, all these reefer madness people out of the mix. It's it's just best to do that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna link to that episode in the show notes. Senate President Donna Susi and the longest serving state senator Luis de Alessandro. Both Democrat of Manchester, shame on them, voted against the bill. Greener Pastures as, as for Ted and Sadie Wright, they no longer call New Hampshire home. After five years of the medical marijuana program here, the Wrights made the difficult decision to leave the Granite State and move 20 miles over the border into Acton, Maine. Medical marijuana through one of New Hampshire's five dispensaries was costing them more than 425 an ounce. Wow, I thought, I thought it was bad in Massachusetts. We, we pay over 300 an ounce for medical. That's more than a car payment, exactly. We need it to cut costs, and in Maine, there's not only legalization, but there's grow your own, Wright said. They also allow people with their own plans to gift someone, and that's what we are relying on now until we start growing. "'And taking marijuana before meals still helps Cindy keep Cindy alive,' her husband said. "'She can't eat without it, to be honest,' Wright said. "'Wright, the one-time squadron leader of the Army National Guard 172 Infantry Regiment, Mountain, "'can only marvel at the courage and staying power of Cindy, who has gone through 27 clinical trials. "'During one trial after five years,' She was the only one alive of 50 who took part. We are in it for the long haul, and this this is where it really hits home right, summed up. It is a story of hope we like to put out there. You can get despondent and discouraged. There are people we have reached out to say, stay strong, as strong as you can, but whatever you do, do not ever lose hope. K Langren of at unionleader.com. end of article. Kevin Langren wrote this article. So, um, before this episode, before I end this episode, um, uh, um, from what I remember when we did that main episode about, um, how the, how they added Massachusetts to the reciprocity agreement, New Hampshire is also in that gr- agreement and um southern new hampshire or parts of it border maine so you know and like i've said earlier there's a lot of cross pollination so you know if you have a cousin in 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 maine or whatever you have a family member or a good friend you know you could stay with them you can get you can get your medicine and see what see what a actual real program that serves the needs of its patients look like and you can medicate while you're there so i'm going to I'm going to link to the PDF in the show notes that confirms that they that they have been added to the reciprocity agreement. So you can experience what real medicine looks like, and you know if you like it like it well enough there, which I'm sure you will, because their main medicine is amazing. Um, you can consider making the move like the like the um the 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 rights did, or like like um like yeah like they did. They made the move to Maine to get real medicine, to get home grow rights and you know, if you like what if you like what you sample while you're staying with a friend or a cousin or whatever in Maine, you know, it might be worth making the move to get the medicine you want at a price you can afford. It might be more worth, you know, setting up shop in Maine and 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 leaving a state that's not going to respect your right to to live and to be free. So um I hope you guys got a lot out of this. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.com. Dot fm slash I am Cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcasts. you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have five dollar and ten dollar tiers if you're feeling extra generous and those come with their own benefits too And, um, if you subscribe to the, the 10 and above tier, you, you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, uh, you know, you can chat with me on Discord, you know, we can have 15 minute one-on-one time. So, you get, you get exclusive episodes, you get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic... Tune in radio Stitcher and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter for example at IC Sativa podcast and on Instagram at I Am Cannabis Sativa. And as always stay medicated my friends. Peace.